Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN, the sports betting network. It is Sharp Money as we welcome you back on a football Friday. Hope you're having a nice week. Of course, everything you need to know, including the board, which will be run week four of the NFL coming up. Of course, we've got week five and college football to get to. We're going to get back to it. Of course, Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, downtown Las Vegas at the D, Fremont Street. Stop by, say hi to the boys. A couple of notes quickly before we get to Kansas, Texas here uh, as we can continue. One, it looks like two rookies are going to be back under center NFL-wise. The Colts, Richardson is out of protocol for the concussion. He will start this weekend hosting the Rams, and you've got the Panthers and Young. Looks like he's going to start a mall against the Vikings. Some sad news as we don't have a ton of details, but it does look like Chandler Jones has been arrested there in Las Vegas as that drama continues. You only hope for the best for the human being in that situation, but two quarterback answers Richardson in for the Colts and Young in for the Panthers yeah I like the fact that Bryce Young is going to get back in the mix I think he needs to do that let's see what's going forward with him he didn't play great against the Saints but a good opportunity here and then Anthony Richardson I think he just infuses some energy into that team Gardner Minshew played pretty well but a good opportunity now for Anthony Richardson to kind of continue to take a step forward he's done a great job so far Okay, boys, let's get to it. A a 24-3 matchup, which feels weird to say, but yes, Kansas. Uh, Leipold's done a great job there at Texas. I'll set you up on the number. Kansas at Texas right now. DraftKings is showing 16, of course, with Texas laying it, and 61 and a half. I'll say this. The Longhorns are 4-0. Dustin and Amal, they're ranked third in the country. They've got the road win over Bama in week two. They won get that game by 10. Everybody else, they've beaten by 21-plus including an easy road cover against Baylor last weekend. Now, Kansas is interesting because you love Jalen Daniels, a very good offense, but it hasn't faced a defense like this Texas team. This Texas team is loaded on defense. Let's get into the breakdown. We've got 16 and 61, 61 and a half there on the total of all. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. But I'm going to tell you, when you look at a couple things jump out to me from KU's offensive standpoint with a high number. Remember, two years ago, they beat Texas in Austin in that overtime game where Leopold decided to go for two in the win. 
Daniels has got good experience completing better than 70% of his passing. And for any reason, there's a hiccup or an injury with him. Jason Bean, who's also a kid from Texas, he's better than 75% of his completion percentage, and he can flat-out fly. But Devin Neal, to me, gives them balance in the running game, Patrick. This is not a one-dimensional offense. I was very impressed with what they did in the second half against BYU. The Cougars came out in that game, played very well early on, took a 17-14 lead. Second half, they outscore the Cougars 24-10 there in Lawrence. Now a good opportunity against the Texas team that after the Alabama game has looked a little bit flat, they played well against Baylor. They really dominated the first three quarters of that game, kind of pumped the brakes in the fourth quarter, which I greatly appreciate since I had the under 49 and a half. Uh, but the reality is I think this Texas team is going to get challenged from a defensive standpoint. In my opinion, guys, you talked about this is the best defense that Kansas has faced, Patrick. But this is the best offense that Baylor, uh, excuse me, Texas has faced. As good as Alabama is from a talent standpoint, they don't have the balance that KU has. Fair. Fair enough. And big guy, I know you guys are going to have a conversation about first half betting here because I think this is a first half you're going to point to. I will just say this quickly. The Longhorns, one of the best red zone defenses in football. Remember, the Jayhawks, they've scored 30-plus in every game. But I believe last year at home against Texas, they were shut out in the first half. So it's just – it's. I agree. I love Jalen Daniels, first off. And I agree with you as far as this is a very good offense with a great coach. A different beast on defense with Texas, big guy. Well, last year, it's tough to compare that one because Bijan Robinson ran freaking wild yeah. against Kansas. Obviously, there's still a good running game for uh, for the Longhorns this year, but it's not quite Bijan Robinson-esque. So here's my debate. I want to bet this game, and I want to bet Kansas, and I'm going back and forth between first half catching nine and a half, which I really like that, or the full game at 16, 16 and a half, depending on where you shop. Uh, number one, the reason why the nine and a half jumped out to me, and you, you guys can respond after this, is it's still a Steve Sarkeesian coach Texas team. They have Oklahoma next week. That game matters more always. I think it's a tough scheduling spot. In fact, I'm going to fade both Texas and Oklahoma this week in some regard because I think that they might be a little rusty wanting to, to save some stuff in the tank for next week for the Red River. And I think there's a chance that a, a Sark coach team comes out uninspired in the first half, and Kansas can hang for that long. I, Patrick, I don't know if they come out uninspired, but I'll tell you this. I think Kansas presents some challenges. They got embarrassed last year, 55-14 in Lawrence. A good revenge spot here for the Jayhawks. Remember, they won the game two years ago we talked about. But the one thing for me, and here's why I push back on the first half play. You're getting, what, eight, eight and a half? Nine and a half. Nine and a, okay, nine and a half. So basically, two-score difference there. However, when you're getting 16 points, and if the game is you're down 21, you're down uh, even 24 because you'd go for two if you score a touchdown, there's a difference in having the ball and the ability to operate and score and get a backdoor cover as opposed to where the first half you're getting everybody's best effort throughout. So that would be my case for the 16 and a half yeah. is I have a backdoor situation. And you know what this reminds me of? It would remind me of Boston College and Florida State yep. with Clemson coming up next for the Seminoles and Boston College was able to throw themselves back into that game. Yeah, that's the one thing. And Patrick, tell me, how do you see this Texas team overall? I mean, right now you, you mentioned some of the statistics about them, but like when you look at them, how good do you feel about them from a defensive standpoint against this Kansas offense? Defensively, defensively, I don't know if uh, there's not many. T I would say I'm trying to think of somebody just um, personnel-wise yeah. more talented on all three levels. I can't really think 
of anybody off the top of mind. I'll say this. Quinn Ewers, and I think, Dustin, you and I had the conversation on the phone. He's better than I thought he'd be. Yeah. It's not just the touchdowns through the air. He's a little bit more mobile. I think he's got three touchdowns on the ground. Uh, he's a little bit more mobile than I expected. As far as defensively, boys, that's a good question. Let's think about this right now. Um, Iowa State's got a hell of a defense. We're going to talk about Iowa State. and Oklahoma's got a good defense as well. So in conference, I'm thinking of others. Uh, but Texas... Talent-wise, yeah. Across, I'm trying to think of somebody right now across the country that's better. I mean, obviously, mm, Georgia is always going to be over here, so sure. I'm kind of leaving them by yeah. themselves because they're just a bunch of, I think, 30-year-olds masquerading as college players. <laughs> but, I mean, Texas is loaded is my point. I, I would agree with you there, and for my money right now, it might change in about two weeks, but they've got the best defense in the league. I think the Sooners are really good defensively. I put Baylor up there as well. The, their offense puts too much pressure on them, but they're still pretty solid in my estimation. I agree with you. I think this defense, when you look at it, Brooks at the corner, Watts, these guys are some guys that can slow down some people. Byron Murphy's done a tremendous, tremendous job for this team. Jalen Catalan, they've got some playmakers. However, I, I, guys, I just want to see, and this is what's going to lead us into that Oklahoma game next week. If Daniels can put pressure on them, Dylan Gabriel is going to be able to do the exact same mm -hmm. thing with a better supporting cast and Marcus Majors at the tailback position. Devin Neal can really run the ball well. I want to see, can they slow down Neal and force only Daniels to beat them, or do they have balance against this Texas defense? Yeah, and I, I, I think Amal and I, actually, Patrick, are both pretty high in Oklahoma, and we think yeah. they're kind of flying under the yes. radar right now a lot. So, yeah, this will be an interesting test. Here's the reason why I'm, I'm hesitant about laying 16 for the full game. What if Texas isn't calling the dogs off? What if they're up big and they just keep chucking it and they have those weapons on the outside that can score in a hurry? Well, I'll tell you one thing we're going to get. Xavier Worthy will drop at least one crucial pass in this game. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about Venables. Memorial yeah. Stadium Saturday night, Oklahoma 20. 48 and a half, you see a low total, I think for good reason. Now, Oklahoma's been a powerhouse. They've been covering spreads left and right. And, of course, Dylan Gabriel's been ridiculous. But Iowa State brings a defense that's third best in scoring and top-ranked as far as total defense into Oklahoma. I'll say this. I like the under here, and we'll get into it. The last three meetings between Oklahoma and Iowa State have gone to the under. I'll just say the Sooners' defense is going to be taking on a freshman that's making his first start at Memorial Stadium. Oklahoma 17-1 and over their last 18 at home. It, it's a tough spot for Iowa State, but that defense gives them a shot here with a low total of 48.5, boys. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. And I'll tell you what, the number's a little bit high for my liking because the Sooners' offense has not been completely consistent. I know we saw them score 66 against Tulsa. I thought they failed to finish some drives against Cincinnati, but credit the Bearcats with the defensive performance there. But Patrick, I like your call on this under here for a couple of reasons. If you're Iowa State Matt Campbell, and if you're going to get this game wide open, you're in a little bit of trouble. You cannot have that happen in this particular scenario. If that happens, they're in serious trouble here. And I think when you look at it, Rocco Beck going to get the call under center. That's going to be the key for him. How well does he perform in this spot? Dylan Gabriel has been balanced. He's got great mobility. Remember from his UCF days, Marcus Majors has run the ball well. I, I got to tell you, Stutzman and this defense are starting to play well. I my thought was when Venables is there in year two, the defense would improve. We're starting to see it with the Sooners. Let's see if they can sustain it. And if Oklahoma is as good defensively as Dustin and I think they are, this is the type of game a team that's given up 34 points should put the hammer down on Iowa State. If there's a team total prop you have out there, just doing the math real quickly, guys, it's probably 14 and a half. If you can get 14 or 14 and a half, I would go under on the Cyclones team total. 
It's 34 points in total. That's the best start for the Sooners on defense since 1992, Dustin. Yeah, so I, I think it is going to be lower scoring like both of you, but I'm actually going to take the, the 20 with Iowa State here. This matchup, despite a talent discrepancy for a, a, most seasons, outside of when Iowa State had, you know, Brees Hall and Charlie Kohler and uh, Brock Purdy, this game going back, I have it seven years, the average point differential has been 11 points yep. per game. 11 per game. And while I am high on Oklahoma, and I think they're flying under the radar, it's a different brand of Sooner ball that's not going to run up the score. They, they struggled with, with covering against Cincinnati last week. I don't disagree with that. Quick question for you, Patrick. And we'll get the numbers probably after the break. Can the Sooners team make the playoff? If they win the Big 12? Absolutely. I'm just thinking they're a good dark horse bet right now, right? The Red River's going to determine the Big 12 probably. Yeah, and the conference is strong. How about this? I didn't realize this digging into the numbers earlier this morning. Iowa State hasn't allowed a passer to go over 300 yards in a single game since 2019. (laughs) Isn't that pretty wild? Gabriel's going to test them this Saturday. That is a crazy number, by the way. When we come back, let's go Pac-12 tonight, Utah, Oregon State. Good college football here on Sharp Money. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, bet smarter with Juice Reel. That's Juice, R E E L, in the App Store. Juice Reel is not a sports book, it's a tool to help you beat the books. Juice Reel connects all of your sports betting accounts into one app, loads all of your betting history, gives you an analytical edge, and it's backed 
by nearly $1 billion in bets from sports bettors in all 50 states. You can use the data to follow the winners and fade the losers. Don't place another bet until you've downloaded this revolutionary sports betting tool. It's called Juice Reel. That's juice, like orange juice, real. R-E-E-L. It's absolutely free. You can download Juice Reel to your iPhone or Android dev- device right now to become a better better. So I'm just getting this forwarded to me. We're going to get to um, Clemson, Syracuse in just a bit as we welcome you back. Happy Football Friday. I'm Patrick Maher, of course. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. Dustin, you just sent this over to me. It has to do with the NFL and sports betting. I didn't have a chance to conceptualize. You want to tell me what it says here? Yeah, so the NFL has updated its uh, gambling policy. So now if you bet on NFL games not involving your team as a player, it's at least a one-year suspension. If it involves your team, the bets, it's a minimum two-year suspension. Suspension Betting on non-NFL games and team facility, two games for the first violation, six games for the second, and at least one year for the third. Attempting to fix games, you are banished from the NFL. All right. Big news. NFL, NFL, PA have agreed to the following rules that Dustin just laid out for you. Um, use your dome piece, boys. <laughs> That's what I would say. Jameson Williams and others, just be smart about it. it. There's a lot of vices out there. They don't turn into vices unless you abuse them. It's pretty simple. Um, okay, and, and if, you have, if you need to get some help, go get some help. That's all I'd say. Okay, let's get back to the betting. Speaking of which, Clemson and Syracuse. How about this one? The board's lighting up right now. Clemson's laying seven at Syracuse. Syracuse, of course, 4-0. They've scored. Dino Baber's a good offensive mind. They yep. scored 29-plus in every game this year. And listen, Amal, we've talked about it ad nauseum. Clemson's not going to be surprised by the Orange on Saturday. Now, Clemson has won five straight against Syracuse, but three of those games were decided by just one score, including each of the last two meetings. The under, by the way, fellas, has cashed in six of the last seven meetings. Clemson 2-2 reeling off a game they should have won at home against Florida State. Now they travel to a dome, which is a freaking dump, where they've had issues. Shot to Kelly Bryant back in the day on a Thursday (laughs) night, I believe, losing... Uh, at Syracuse, what do you got, boys? Well, first of all, this is a bad spot for uh, Clemson. You're coming off an emotional overtime loss at home that you probably should have had. Now you're realistically out of contention for the ACC crown. When you come to Clemson, guys, you expect to be competing for college football playoffs and national championships. That's not going to be the case this year. How does this team respond? That's the big question mark. You talked about the Syracuse team. For whatever reason, Dino Babers has figured out the formula to be competitive against this uh, Clemson team. They've done a great job of it over the years, including that upset which you alluded to. Last year, they lose a tight game. I think it was like 27-21 in that matchup. Now you're catching seven here at the Dome. Grant Schrader's been terrific overall for this Syracuse team. And, guys, I think the one thing that goes overlooked with Syracuse right now is the offensive prowess in terms of putting up points. Top ten in college football in terms of scoring offense. They've done a great job. Let's see if they can do that against a much more complete defensive team when you look at what the Clemson Tigers are going to present. On the flip side, the Syracuse defense has done a pretty nice job. Now, they haven't played any elite offenses, Purdue being the best one so far. They did a great job of making second-half adjustments against Army. They were struggling in the first half of that game. If they can slow down the running game of Will Shipley and Phil Maffa, I think they've got a great chance to negate uh, what Cade Klubnick does. Guys, he just seems like another guy at quarterback. I'm not saying his career can't ascend, but right now when you look at him, no way am I laying seven on the road with Clemson here. I would take the orange and seven, home field advantage in the dome. I like this spot here for Syracuse in this matchup. 
Big guy, what do you got? Yeah, I've got a bet on the first half. I'm taking Syracuse plus three and a hook in the first half. Uh, Syracuse 3-0-1 ATS this year. They've won the first half three of their last four home games against ACC opponents. Ninth right now with 508 yards per game on offense. They only allow 89 89 yards per game on the ground, which ranks 21st. When you factor in the fact that they played Army, that's even more impressive for me. Uh, Clemson's failed to cover the spread in 10 of its last 12 September games against non-ranked teams. And off their last loss in overtime, it was back in 21, they lost to NC State, then beat Boston College at home 19-13, low-scoring game. They only led 13-6 at the half against Boston College. Syracuse, going back to 2017, has had the lead in three of their six matchups against the Tigers. I'm going to go Syracuse first half because my fear is in the second half, they take the ball out of Club Nick's hands and they start relying on that elite run game for Clemson. And that's when things could get away. So I think Syracuse can get up at home in the dome. Clemson may be a little bit down off that loss and they could catch him in the first half. Good. Good. I, I, I got one play here. I mentioned six of the last seven have gone under. Yeah. I, I look for this matchup to go under. The Syracuse, Syracuse defense, now they haven't really played anybody, but it seems to be legit. And Clemson, to Amal's point on Klubnik, who is a five-star kid, he looks like a two-and-a-half-star <laughs> kid, uh, they have yet to put together a good or an outstanding offensive performance this year. 53-and-a-half. Um, for two offenses, look, this Clemson defense, we can talk about the offense all we want. The Clemson defense is legit. So this is the big test for Syracuse this year. Uh, I like the under 53 and a half if you can find it. I, I agree with you completely. When you look at this Clemson defense, they give up 28 points. One came on a return against Duke, short field, turnovers, all of those things. I think the 53 and a half is the most, is the most salient play here. They've never scored more than 23 points in their last five matchups against the Syracuse defense, uh, excuse me, against this Clemson defense. Patrick is absolutely right. As much as I like seven here, I think the best play is to take the under. I'll tell you, if you want to do a parlay, how about Syracuse plus seven and under 53? Because if this is a higher scoring game, I think Syracuse is in some trouble anyway. There you go. Okay, I will suggest Dustin Sweetelson, Amal Shaw, and those paying attention to sharp money right now, the market is up. Comeback player of the year. DeMar Hamlin is minus 200. Get over there and bet it. Because breaking news, Jordan Poyer, safety for the Bills, has been ruled out. The expectation is DeMar Hamlin is going to make his season debut against the Dolphins. Okay? So Hamlin, who had the heart issues, obviously cardiac arrest on the field last year against the Bengals, said he's set to be back and ready to do it coming up against the Dolphins. If he plays a snap, the assumption is he's going to win comeback player of the year. Right now, you're laying $2 to win a dollar, boys. Probably a pretty good bet. Yeah, I would agree with you here. I think DeMar Hamlin's just a prohibitive odds-on favorite here. You know, the one thing that bothers me, not take anything away from Hamlin, but I got to tell you, to me, what John Mechie's overcome is every bit as difficult, if not more difficult, just going through chemotherapy along the way and everything that's come along with it. I'm not trying to dismiss or diminish what he went through, but I just can't believe he's this much of a favorite. But you're right, he's going to probably win the award. Only Plus, Amal Shaw there? would parse between cancer and death. It doesn't the point. Listen, <laughs> hey, t- Mike Jackson, we're looking at from a better standpoint. Ter- <laughs> he had a terrible no, I, Any other year, cancer. John Mechie wins the award, which is why I bet it. I, I just tell I you know. this. I'd rather have a heart attack and somebody resuscitate me than go through chemotherapy. No, I, I, look, I'm not arguing with either. You wake up, you're like, what's popping? After- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> cancer, it's every single day. Yeah, exactly. Hamlin just woke up with it. He's like, dude, that was a wild ride, but I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Um 
the <laughs> we shouldn't. I I want to be very clear. I'm not minimizing either. Okay, just to be keep my job here. I certainly am not minimizing. Um, but this is a betting market. I think it's surprising. Let me just refresh here. I think it's pretty cool that DraftKings has kept this market up. Well, it Let was me just it was down refresh. a few days yeah, ago to one. Um, he was like one twenty five yeah. minus one twenty five. So like there was an opportunity to get in on it then. I was just wondering if he was ever going to play, and I liked my long shot on Mechie, but that is, uh, that's over with. That's not winning. If he, if he plays one snap, he's winning the award. It's only 2 bucks, so $2 <laughs> to win a dollar right now. My goodness, everybody's running with these gambling rules updated. Uh, the, the Lions did. Did you guys see that J-Mo uh, Williams did get his ban reduced? reduced. Yeah. So it looks like, and I'm trying to find, it went from six to five, didn't it, boys? I'm sorry. I'm just trying to find it here while we I take a look at the gambling. Yeah, mine does that when it's cold. It goes from six to five. But by the way, real quick, that's the one point we have not made about this team. If Gibbs, the first-round pick, gives them something, and if Jamison Williams is able to come in and contribute, I think this team's going to be, watch out. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, so, so stupid. Oh, my goodness. You know, uh, yeah, six-game suspension, he's set to return for week five. So, look, the the joke that J Dustin just laid out, I'd like to say this because he is a friend. Um, the six-to-five when it gets cold joke, all that aside, you can fade him all you want. He told me this morning, and I, and I went and looked. I just want to give the guy props. He's been on a historic run over at vcin.com with the picks. What did you tell me over the last week the numbers are right now? It's uh, 19, 7, and 3 over my last 30 bets. Wow. So, yeah. Not bad. Honestly, it's hope for anyone. If I can do it, any idiot can figure it out. <laughs> so I just I feel like when you make a joke about your member, I have to jump in. I'm all sure I, he's got to be betting Dortmund because uh, I'm, think, Dortmund just I'm thinking he cleared a goal and a half. Is that what it is? <laughs> no, I just had him yes. on the plus money on the three way and it's over okay. now. OK, congratulations. We had Dortmund covering a Dustin penis joke <laughs> and a run that he's on over at Vison.com slash picks. What a show. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money on a Compliance Friday. It was a Compliance Thursday night for your boy as I sit there and grinded. Shout out to Len. Shout out to the rest of my bosses because go ahead and ask me. Did I get any wrong? Nope. 100% across the board. Why? Because I'm not like Dustin Sweetelson. I'm not like Amal Shaw. I listen to the videos. That's a lot of money put into those productions. Shout to DraftKings. And shout to us. Let me bring the two donks in here. Because I need their help. And we need your help. 40% off the football season special right now when you use the promo code SHARP. But Amal Shaw came up with a great idea. So Bill AD, James Bond himself, found $1,000 amongst the millions he got for selling his company. Anywho... <laughs> He found $1,000 to put up for a competition, friendly competition, <laughs> amongst the other VEASAN shows. And, of course, the established show, Follow the Money. You've got Gil. You've got uh, the Tall Donk and uh, Sean. You've got a bunch of great shows here at VEASAN. And we are new. So we need your help. We're the little train if that could. Choo-choo. <laughs> Get on board. Choo-choo. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't read. Sean is his name. Um Tim is his name. So here's the deal. 
If you use the promo code SHARP, you get 40% off the football special. What does the football special entail? It entails everything, including the splits, including the picks. Dustin just told you he doesn't miss. He hasn't missed since 2017. You get all the guides, <laughs> including the NFL, college football, and NHL betting guide. And, of course, Amal, you came up with a great bit that's going to help us out here. What is the bit? Yeah, absolutely. If you sign up for this and you get the 40% <laughs> off and you include SHARP in the promo... We are going to put your name in the raffle of the people that sign up under Sharp, and one of those persons is going to be selected, and they're going to be on the ticket for 10%. Why would you want to set up with the rest of these donks? Just go with us. That's it. Simple. <laughs> I'm in a weird mood on a Friday. Hey, I like the um, use of the term. Thank you. Uh, big guy, you're quiet. Uh, well, I, I also want First to add, time. I want to add, if you aren't part of the raffle and you don't end up winning it and being part of that 10%, I will send you a picture to your email of me with 40% of my clothes on. Again, we're trying to get people to sign up. We're not trying to deter people here. There's a market. Trust me, when I lose this job for getting canceled for something I say into this microphone attached to my head, I will end up on OnlyFans, and I will end up much richer. <laughs> yes, you, you know what? Everybody has, everybody has something they're into. That includes everybody on the planet. So if you get on OnlyFans, you never know what somebody's proclivity is. And I'm going to rip off JVT, and my OnlyFans account name is going to be Dustin Von Model. <laughs> JV Krabby, <laughs> he could he could put up, he could just scowl the whole time with John Von Model, who by the way is killing it over at Beeson.com. Make sure you check out. That is, it's weird in life when you plan for something and you go through, you you put out these guides and Adam Burke and the whole crew macking in and. Um, the whole crew puts out so much time over at vison.com and the website looks amazing with so many great tools. Then all of a sudden JVT and Burke are having a beer and they come up with this idea of coming up with his own power rankings and putting together his model. And it becomes the biggest thing we've done at vison.com. So I encourage you to check it out because last I heard Von model is still killing it. Correct. Dustin doing well. Another winning week, I believe last week. So, I mean, they're going for it again. Hopefully they can place in the, in the quarterlies in the, in the Westgate contest that they're in. Do we owe nap dog Billy Napier a bit of an apology? For what? I know. I'm playing. Oh, He's 20. Like, what, what are they? 22nd. What? Now, they do have their front seven's ridiculous. Like, you can't I, run against Florida. And what's interesting about Florida now, they're headed to Kentucky 4 0 with your boy Shorty Stoops. <laughs> The number right now is dancing, kind of toggling through that zero. One book has Florida showing one. DraftKings has Kentucky showing a point and a half, actually, at 44 and a half. Kentucky's weird. I only watched them once. But here's the deal with Kentucky. They either hit a big play, like chunk yardage on the ground or a long pass, or they get nothing. There is no in-between for them. It's all or nothing, and you're going up against a front seven in Florida that really doesn't give much up on the ground. I think this is a very intriguing SEC matchup, Amal. I would agree with you. You mentioned it. Florida defensively against the run, giving up 2.9 yards per play on the ground. I mean, it's fantastic. On the flip side, Kentucky's even better against the run, 2.6 yards per rush. So this is going to kind of be where the rubber meets the road for both running games in this one. Guys, you know, Patrick, I know you were being a bit sarcastic. I can't figure out for the life of me how the Florida Gators snuck into the AP Top 25. I didn't realize beating a 10 team that's going to win about eight games this year all of a sudden catapults you into the top 25. I just don't get it. Ray Davis has done a tremendous job running the football so far for this uh, Kentucky team this year, but my concern is both quarterbacks. Graham Mertz, 
and Devin O'Leary. Pick your poison as to which one is the least worse. Out of, I mean, that's not even proper grammatically, but you <laughs> get it. They're so bad, it doesn't, even, it doesn't yep. even work for them. It doesn't work for my English. <laughs> but the bottom line is, this is going to be a tight, hard-fought game. Remember, I think it was at one point, the Gators had won 27 consecutive games yeah. in this series. Or, excuse me, 31 consecutive, ended in 2017. Kentucky's won three out of the last five, including the last two. I think Mark Stoops just has the, the Gators' number in terms of how he wants to play this game. Guys, the total is 43. College football, it's always hard to take that low of a number. But, my God, you got to have some stones to go over. Patrick, I'm going to come under on this game at 43. I, I just don't see a ton of scoring. And you're not going to take unnecessary risk. You'll take field goals when the opportunity presents itself. Punt when you have to. Field position is going to be the name of this game. Um, did you say under? Yes. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, and I also had a, a professional, Dustin, text me. Uh, you mentioned Ray Davis. He he went under. I think Ray Davis's number for rushing yards was set at like 79 and a half. The Kentucky running back, he ain't running for 80 yards against yeah. this Florida D. Yeah, I uh, look, this isn't like superstar analysis over here for me. Like I didn't go down and break down the film. All I know is Florida's not very good. And I know I'm not taking it just off the judgment from the Utah game. I don't think they have much of an offense. And that, I think, benefits Kentucky in this matchup. Mark Stoops has won the last two matchups against the Gators. He is the superior coach in this matchup. I think he's a very underrated coach. But he, for some reason, his aspirations leave him stuck in Lexington. He doesn't want anything more than that is the vibe I'm getting from 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 him over the last few years because I think he's had opportunities to move on where he could have capitalized on some really good seasons. This isn't a sexy special Kentucky team, but because I think it's going to be kind of gross, ugly game, you both like the under, I think that benefits Kentucky and the better coach and Mark Stoops finding a way to, to win and cover a very short number. Patrick, real quick, what did you say the total they got on Ray Davis was? 79 and a half. I think it's a great play on the under. He had 112 against Ball State in the first game. Since that point in time, 78 against Vandy, 72 against the Razorbacks, and 52 against Eastern Kentucky. And we talked about this Gators defense giving up less than three yards per carry. And with the way Devin O'Leary throws the ball, it's kind of like the Texas game plan against Alabama. Hey, you want to run the ball and you're going to try and beat us? God bless you. And if you beat us throwing the ball, you can have the win. Oh, and to answer them all, Leary yep. over Mertz. My God, that's a photo finish if there ever was one. <laughs> Donk Stoops is hilarious because, like, here's the thing. Remember, Brooks won some games at Kentucky. It's not yeah. like, you know, Steve Spurrier won games at Kentucky. It's not like there hasn't been a precedence here, but he's done a good He's done a good – it's not a great job as far as football is concerned, but it's you know where it is? It's a very good job as far as job security. That, that's exactly because what you're it is. completely overshadowed. There is no, there isn't anything on the planet that people in Kentucky. I don't know how to say this correctly. Now we're both grammatically messing up here, Ramal. <laughs> is there, is there something that the fan base of Kentucky basketball? Is there a comparison across the country and anything else? Ooh. What I'm trying to say no, is Alabama for, for yeah, I was gonna say like Alabama, I don't even, Nebraska, like the, the fervor for Kentucky level. basketball. Yeah. Yeah is like, it's not even, I don't even know how to They're delusional it. human beings. <laughs> They're delusional human beings. But it's all that matters to them yeah. is my point. Like Alabama, you know, they've, they've gone on a run recently in, in basketball, though you guys are right. It doesn't matter. Maybe that's a good one. Maybe Bama, Tuscaloosa. But 
I guess what I'm saying is you can kind of hide if you're Mark Stoops, plus you're pretty small. Well, at least you're, <laughs> you're just taking vertically shots. small. Why am I killing him? He seems like a nice just, guy. You're taking uh, a mall shots at his height. It's he can't First control. of all, I would never knock the Stoops family. I like them. Youngstown guys. No, but here. No, the, no the donk that was at Arizona, he was a hothead. <laughs> Mike Stoops was terrible. <laughs> Mike Stoops. He is was from such this, a bad coach. And Bo Pelini's his twin on sideline behavior. I don't know. Honestly, there's so many Stoopses and Shulas out there that don't matter. I, I get them all confused. By, by the way, one of the biggest mistakes in the history of college football was Iowa. They had an opportunity. Bob Stoops played at Iowa. His father is buried with his Rose Bowl ring. They said, We will decide in 2048 hours. He goes, I got to let Joe Castiglione know. If you don't let me know, I'm going to Oklahoma. They win a national championship. They return to dominance, and Iowa continues to go seven and five, and they might score 20 points this weekend. It feels like when the Stoops brothers go home, their mom and dad really like Bob and Mike and Mark. <laughs> they just like, they're just like, I wish you were more like your brother. I think I'm about to dig up a grave and find out how much I can pawn an Iowa Rose Bowl ring for. Mike seems like he'd be in like a Trans Am listening to Guns N' Roses <laughs> while, while the other two Stoops the- brothers. <laughs> with the Firebird logo or whatever on top of yeah, Eagle, exactly. whatever it is. Well, you got the end oh, of you can hear it. Take up. me down to the Paradise City. Where the guy definitely a T, it's definitely a T-top, too. It's, it's not a, a convertible. Yeah, no yeah. question about it. No and, Mar- question. and Mark and Bob just have conversations how they're going to keep their younger brother employed. <laughs> By the way, that, that was Bob Stoops' biggest mistake. He chose his brother over Brent Venables. And now I think he's coaching in the XFL. Nice move, Bob. <laughs> This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money and DraftKings, a great combination. And right now, new customers at DraftKings bet five bucks. And when you bet $5 NFL game, you get $200 instantly, but you have to use the promo code SHARP, S H A R P, for Sharp Money. Make sure you check it out right now. DraftKings, download the app an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Five bucks, $200 instantly. DraftKings, the crown is yours. 
Jamal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher. Jordan Love's love of his life is coming up in just a bit. A weird hill to die on. Mike Somich will join. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, it is a weird hill to die on. And I'm not saying that he was... I, I'll be fair to Jordan Love. He had a nice deep strike to somebody last night. You could tell the kid's talented. I know everybody watched every game at Nevada and the pistol. Okay. But, it, and again, his offensive line, a swinging door. So it's not like he had a ton of protection. But he does appear to be, like, he's not Desmond Ritter. He's well above that pay grade. But uh, we're not, I'm not sure we're looking at the future of the Green Bay Packers. We shall wait and see, I would say. Is that fair? I would completely agree with you. I mean, you mentioned the offensive line. That's always a, a critical aspect of how well you play as a quarterback, but there's always certain things you see out of players and you go, okay, he may not have the talent around him, but there's pieces in place that you can build upon. I don't see it with Jordan Love. I think he's a solid player if he's got an elite offense like uh, Desmond Ritter has in Atlanta, or if you've got an elite defense that some other teams might have. But right now, with the Green Bay Packers needing their quarterback to be able to carry them, this is not the guy. I mean, I had him ranked QB 24 in those official rankings I did during a, a four-minute break a few weeks ago. I think maybe I was too nice at QB 24. <laughs> okay, take it. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Look, we're just having fun uh, with Samich. Samich actually just wrote a great article about what the half point means on every number in the NFL. We'll get to that coming up in just a little bit. You guys, I want to play a game with you, if you don't mind. Uh, Donk Tucker finally got fired from Michigan State. What a freaking weirdo. Okay, Melta, and I don't want to get into the political aspect of it, nor do I care. Let's just all agree that Mel Tucker is an idiot. That is one thing. <laughs> like, the idea that he made the decisions he made as a human being, like a sentient human being, homo sapien on the planet, idiot. Now, he's no longer the head coach at Michigan State. I'm going to throw some names at you. I want you to tell me if you think this would be a good hire for Michigan State, and then if you think it would be a good move for said coach to leave his current university. Okay? Are you guys ready to play? Let's yes. do it. We know for a fact that it would be a good hire if Kleiman left Washington to Michigan State. Do you think he would leave the program? What? Hold on. Kleiman at, at Kansas State? Excuse me, at Kansas State. Yeah, yes, because he's coming from K-State, so almost any place is better. Uh, he feels like a guy who wants to be the next Bill Snyder. Be a weird, he, Remember, he's from one of the Dakotas. I don't know which Dakota. There's one Dakota to me. It's the same Dakota. It's not the Dakota who works here at VEASAN <laughs> in the background. One Dakota. He's from one of them. I think he wants to be the next. I, I just He's going to waste away at Kansas State. He'll do more with less. That'll always be his thing, and he'll never have any pressure. He wants to be okay, Matt how about this? Stoops. Yeah, and how about, how about, again, would he leave? He would be a home run. Kalen DeBoer, Washington. Oh, my God. If Kalen DeBoer were to leave, I would not hire him because then I realize he's not intelligent enough to run my program. You kidding me? I'm leaving UW Husky Stadium with that purple support that we get up in Seattle for the green that's going to be second fiddle to the amazing blue? Hell no. Okay. I, I would, if I was Kalen DeBoer, I, I would consider it. For what? Stop I would it. consider it. Uh, you're just doing it to troll. Stop no. it. Yeah, you are trolling. Stop are it. Are you? No, I would consider it. 
Let's okay. see how far Next they go up. this year. I have them to win the national title. They're, they're, they're one of like four teams I bet. And you know me, I normally bet a million teams, but I love them. Let's see how far they get this he, year. He can be the second coming of the dog father up there. There's uh, no reason for him what, to leave. What okay. color What color is Sparty? What, what's their main color? Green and white. white. Yeah, Green that, and white. That's what's going to matter in the end. Okay, next up, Matashiba, the owner of the Phoenix uh, Suns. He's got deep pockets, so you're not wrong there. Uh, a Michigan State alum. Next up, this guy's 46 years old. His school will be visited by, for the first time this ever in program history, game day this weekend. Mike Elko. Mike <laughs> you knew him, you knew him all. I had to jump in. Mike Elko, Duke's head coach. <laughs> he obviously would leave Dummy Duke to go to Michigan State. Do you think Michigan State wants Elko? They should send a moving van down to get Elko. But if I'm Mike Elko, I don't take that job. You're going to have your choice of jobs that you want. If I'm Mike Elko, I go to a different program. I got to tell you guys, I know you've been to Michigan State a million times, Patrick. I think this is one of the most overrated and one of the worst jobs in Power 5 college football. No, no chance. They've got a ton of money. They've got great facilities. It's a fertile recruiting ground. Why would it be? Why do you consider it to be one of the worst in a Power 5? Because, number one, you're always going to be second fiddle to Michigan in that state. There's no way around it. You could win 10 straight national titles. You will always be second fiddle. It's like Louisville in college basketball. No matter how many national titles they win, they will never be, never be big blue. The second thing is... When you look at the recruiting in that part of the country now, Illinois, Michigan, Ohio, the number of big-time recruits has diminished greatly over the last 20 to 25 years with the population shift south. Georgia's where it's at. Louisiana's where it's at. Florida, we know that. But to me, I just think that why be second fiddle when you can go somewhere else and be the main person? D'Antonio turned that program into a legit powerhouse for a while. They were very good, but let's be real here. Even when they were going to the Rose Bowl and they were doing well, they were never, ever looked at the way Michigan is looked at. No, no, no. Michigan's, it's, that's, a, that's, a, that's an iconic, seminal program. Absolutely. Yeah, Go but ahead, if I'm guy. Mike Elko, though, you don't want to stay at Duke too long if things can turn. You kind of want to capitalize when, when you're at your highest to get that next big job because you can get stuck there at Duke. I know David Cutcliffe was just kind of there hanging out for a while, but you, you talk about being – whatever rank on the totem pole up there in the Big Ten in Michigan, you're ranked pretty low between North and South Carolina at Duke football. I got a question, though, and the academic challenges that Duke become a, a part of the issue, but if what Bill Snyder could do in Manhattan, Kansas, can't anybody do almost theoretically at no. almost any program no. if you want to stay somewhere and eventually Wait, hold, build hold, hold. I want to give you the two names that I think sure. Michigan State should hire. Okay, boys? So here we go. Now, this one, obviously, it's his alma mater, but... Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think they have a home next year. Jonathan Smith in Oregon State, no matter what you think of Corvallis, East Lansing's a big step up for Jonathan Smith. That would be a phenomenal hire for Michigan State. Yeah, and if, if you're him, like, despite wanting to be the king of Oregon State forever, here's the thing. It's always going to be there for you to go back to. <laughs> They're always Mike Riley, gonna, Mike yeah, Riley yeah, yeah, yeah. proved it, right? Riley proved yeah, it. That's yeah, Mike that Riley. my point. Like, they, you, you could go there and fail somewhere else. They will fire whoever they have in place to rehire you. Yeah, exactly. That was like, it's true. yeah, that's, that's a good point. With Mike Riley, they're like, where you been, bro? Come on back. Um, Kansas, Leipold, what he's done there, he would definitely leave Kansas for East Lansing, right? He would. Um, I, think, I think the three guys you mentioned with Elko, Leipold, and, um, 
and Jonathan, Jonathan Smith. Smith. Thank you. I think they're going to have opportunities to get better jobs. That's just my estimation. But I, the other two, Smith and uh, Lance Leopold, they got to go to. Uh, they've got to go to East Lansing. We all agree that Jonathan Smith, at 44 years old, is the home run. Correct. Leipold's 59. Um, Kleiman's 56. You yeah. know, I'm, Elko's, I'm Elko's only 46. Yeah. I, I still think Jonathan Smith, as good of a coach as Elko is, I want an offensive-minded coach oh, in today's totally college, fo college football. you got to totally win that agree. way. What about Sean Lewis? He's an offensive coordinator. He, he failed at Kent. He didn't fail at Kent. He left Kent on his own. I, that's fine, but I want a guy that's somewhere in between. You're not going from the MAC necessarily. That's fair. I, I think you've got to take a step in between. Maybe Ames, Iowa. Also, just as a side note, the type of football that Jonathan Smith with, I know that works in the Midwest oh, yeah. with like tough, badass football teams that you can quote hang your hat on. <laughs> the hell? I I very much grew up in the Midwest. I don't want that. I want a dude that's literally like a math nerd that never even played the sport that comes in with some sort of NASA like program that's like, <laughs> let's light them up this way when they're not <laughs> expecting it because the rest of them are just football lifers, aka donks, and we need to work around that. By the way, any coach that goes to Sparty, one thing they should ask for in their contract is a damn lawnmower. They, dude, they got like the highest grass in college football. Do they not cut the grass in East Lansing? Are you even higher than Ames? Well, that's true. That's well, intentional in Ames. This is <laughs> per perfect because we have a London game in the NFL this weekend, and I think the soccer pitch has grass that's a little bit higher than we're used to as well. What field is did the you game just say being played pitch? on? Yes, yeah. he did. He's learning. That is impressive. What, I didn't want did to get shamed during the break. It's really why. <laughs> I can't believe you pulled pitch. Pulled that it's out that, of your only... Way. Sorry, go ahead. Only fans arse. That's what he pulled it <laughs> it's out It's at Wembley. Of. It's at Wembley. So we'll have about 45 divots by the end of the first quarter. I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. It's three, right? Jacksonville laying yeah. it. Yeah. Hosting Atlanta because that is essentially Jacksonville's second. Remember, they're playing consecutive weeks in London. We'll get to the week four board. We're going to run it and more with Mike Somich coming up next here on Sharp Money. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.